American Flyer Lager from Harpoon Brewery. I got sucked in by the marketing. This beer is okay. I really like the uh, look of that can. That looks real retro-y. Yeah, that's that's what got me. I was like, oh, I yeah. like how that looks. It's, Major W. It's really mid. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, you are about to witness the world's number one wrestling podcast. Let me pod to you. Yeah. Welcome to Let Me Pod to You. I'm Jacob. You can block me on Twitter at We Hate Jacob. I'm here with my co-host Dimitri. You can find him on Twitter at Dimitri Talks. Thank you for updating your at because I forgot to. Dimitri, <laughs> how'd you feel about wrestling this week? Uh, I thought Raw was pretty mid. Uh, what? Yeah. That's a hot take. Yeah, I thought it was pretty mid. Uh, I don't know. Maybe it's because I watched it late. I don't know, but I felt like it was mid. I liked SmackDown though. I. I thought Raw was really good. Mm-hmm. That was like you know what we did get we did get some uh, we got some good parts throughout it. We can talk about it, but you know there were some good matches here and there. But yeah, I uh, for the most part, I don't know. Maybe it's because I watched it late. You know how when you record something, you watch it, you kind of like halfway into it doing work. You know, that's, yeah, that's where I was at. No, I, I do know what you're what you're talking about. I did actually watch Raw live this week, and I really like pretty much every segment. Um, mm. and it was very, it was very much Monday night Rollins, which I think, um, helped a lot, but we'll, we'll get to him a little later too. Yeah, Bob. Uh, our, our format here is Dimitri's top of the mid headline stocks, rising stocks, falling. These can be specific wrestlers, storylines, etc. to kick off the conversation. Dimitri, who is top of the mid this week? Uh, this week we got a, uh, a full team, a whole squizzy squad. For top of the mid, uh, as we said before, there are no rules to top of the mid, so we've never done a, I don't think we've ever done a whole group before, so here we are. Um, say hello to your top of the mid this week, Imperium. Clap, 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 clap. Yes. And I gotta say, since you did that, they do have a banger theme. It fits them very well. You always know when they're coming. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. But... Man, I just wanted to give a quick shout out to them because they are holding it down. Obviously, Gunta has been a great champ, a great, literally, he is literally the top of the mid champ, literally yep. the top of the mid champ. Especially and because the Intercontinental title is a better belt than the U.S. right now. Exactly. Yeah, he's literally got the top oh, mid card belt There's right now. Stock falling. <laughs> you got one. There you go. But yeah, man. Uh, Imperium, they've been kicking ass, right? Gunther is great to watch. I love the segments with, uh, that we've gotten recently with KO, um, and them and, and KO getting pissed off at them for breaking these unwritten rules. That shit's been hilarious. And I never remember the bald headed dude's name, which is really funny because they keep referring to him as the bald headed one. <laughs> Giovanni Vinci. Yes. Yeah. It's so funny how they're playing Mama into the, the fact that he never speaks, which I took some good notes here and I thought it was really funny when I was watching Raw and I heard him like, I think he was yelling in pain because he got hit. And I was like, dog, is that the first time that I've heard him like scream? <laughs> I don't know. It really threw me off. I was like, man, am I hearing this man's voice right now? I I only know his name because shout out to the goat, Samantha Irvin. Like, oh, yep. When she does like the whole Imperium, she'll do like a Imperium with Daring General Gunther Ludwig 
Kaiser and Giovanni Vinci. Vinci. She, she really, yeah. She really gets the, the hand motion on there too. Yeah, she's great, man. But yeah, shout out to the whole Imperium, man. The the goddamn match that uh who was it? Gunther and um KO? Was that it was what it was? Banger. Yeah, dude, that was an absolute banger. Um as as somebody who said the Raw was mid, um, I unfortunately was doing things while I was watching Raw, mm-hmm. so I got to see this match here kind of in and out the whole way through, but what I was able to catch a glimpse of, very good, very solid match. Pretty long, but it doesn't matter if it's long, if it's solid. You know what I mean? If the quality's there, I'm here for it. While I was watching it, I also was thinking this is going on for a long time. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, they were very careful to keep both uh, Kevin Owens and Gunta looking strong throughout the match, which I think was really important. Absolutely. Yeah, you can't have KO looking like a scrub. Same thing with uh, my boy Gunta. You know what I'm saying? Can't have him looking like a scrub. That, that man's the top of the mid. So, yeah, yeah man. I'm, I'm just really loving the whole the whole squad. I love when they come out. I love their theme song. I love just the whole image. They've done great with that group and mm-hmm. making them seem important. Even though the other motherfuckers don't do anything. Absolute they don't do anything. Jabronis. <laughs> They don't do anything, but they still play a key role to the group. So solid group. Yeah, I was, uh, I was, I made a joke to to Ead the other day about about that because Ludwig Kaiser is always out here talking cheap, like we get no respect, mm-hmm. and then like it's like yeah, bro, because you keep losing. Mm-hmm. And then you're just gonna start picking a fight, and then you're gonna have to call dad to come beat somebody up for you again. That's facts. Anyway. Uh, my headline, every, all the headline, mm-hmm. bloodline, new belt, bloodline story. Here we go. Next chapter, we're turning a page and it's, it's still just straight fire. Absolutely. They've been on a tear. First, first things first, one word. What are your thoughts on the new belt? One word. Mm-hmm. Expected good word uh i i mine was kind of along those lines with boring mm-hmm. same idea it, they really just took the existing belts and went slapped some gold on there inside of these colors and we're we're good to go yeah uh i've seen a lot of folks on twitter um calling it uh ugly uh i don't think it's ugly i think it is an improvement over the old belt personally but not like a huge one uh per se um, but I wouldn't call it ugly. I would call it the Ferrer Rocher Universal Championship, and I might refer to it as that going forward. <laughs> they need to work on the name, though, because, oh, my God, the undisputed WWE Universal Championship is a mm-hmm. fucking mouthful. You got to wonder if they're going to switch it up eventually. Um, whenever Roman loses, he will at some point. What? <laughs> One day, whenever he loses the title, you got to think they're going to... I mean, maybe switch it up, maybe change the title name, or maybe at that point they, 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 maybe this is just a Roman belt and they're planning to keep it on him still for like another year or so. And then whenever he loses the belt, we get a brand new belt, maybe just another WWE championship that looks different. I don't know. I I think they're just going to drop the undisputed. Once Roman is no longer holding that, it's just going to become the WWE Universal Championship. Mm Mm-hmm. 
whereas the other one is the WWE World Heavyweight Championship. It's interesting. I'm not a big fan of the... I wasn't a big fan of the Universal Championship when they debuted it because I thought the name was kind of funny. Uh, but that's just that's just a Vince... That's just a Vince WWE Universe. Not, it is. You know, that's the only reason. Yeah. Um, and it's funny. I, I saw a tweet about it. It was... It was funny making fun of these belts so we call that that new belt the ferrera rocher championship and then previously the universal championship we had the uh fruit roll-up edition championship <laughs> so it's funny that they're going uh you could look at them as foods so we moved on from fruit roll-ups around ferrera rocher now a little more fancy so so getting on to the bloodline segment once again no notes <laughs> roman gets fake emotional he gives Jimmy a hug in the perfect way to keep that mic there and just goes, no. So good. And then Solo thumbs, wait, Samoan spikes his brother. That was what's, good as hell. What's Jay going to do? He has to make it his decision this week. And, and you know what? Actually, last week on last week's podcast, my thing was, I was like, I just need to know where Jay is and all this. And, and it's funny, now we're finally getting to that point where everybody's asking, what's Jay going to do? Roman says he's going to fall in line like he always does. Is he? I don't think so. <laughs> I hope not, bro. I, we've been on it, bro. I love Jay Uso. It's time. Jay's not abandoning his brother. There's no way. And it was There's funny. no way he's leaving Jimmy to his own devices. And we mentioned how great that segment was. It's funny. I watched it, and then like as soon as SmackDown ended... Uh, Janie was out crocheting a blanket and I'm like, yo, smack the craziest shit just happened on SmackDown. You gotta watch this. And she's like, do I really? <laughs> and I'm like, yes. <laughs> so I replayed the whole segment from the front to the back and she, the whole time she's like, oh, wow. And I'm like, I'm, see, look. <laughs> but yeah, that's how you could tell I was hype. I, I made the wife watch it even though she really didn't care for it. <laughs> Damn, that's cold from Janie. Yep. <laughs> uh, all right. Two stocks up. Uh, I'm really liking Pretty Deadly, bro. Um, yes, boys. <laughs> yeah, for sure. You know what? I didn't even... So, like, as we, we've mentioned before on the podcast, we both don't really watch NXT. Um, but I knew of Pretty Deadly. Uh, but I certainly didn't know their theme song or anything like that. I saw on Twitter that apparently they got a new theme song this week. Yeah. Which that's funny because i noticed that like immediately when they came out i was like yo this this theme song is kind of a banger so mm -hmm. you know what i'm on you know i mean i'm on the music mafia the theme song business i love good theme songs so i gotta give a quick you, shout I mean, out to them you got you got a history in the music biz Mm hmm. that's a great ass theme song and um i took a quick note here it, it's funny that they've barely been uh on the main roster and i gotta say personally I felt like they outshined Theory when teaming with him. Well, duh. Not that hard. <laughs> Which is ridiculous, man. That's our U.S. champion. He's a bum. Mm-hmm. Like, we, he doesn't have... Is he even feuding with anybody right now? Or is he just that irrelevant? Great question. He seems pretty irrelevant. That's <laughs> yeah, the issue. Like, I... And it's just... It's ridiculous that these people just came up and, you know... And sort of an indictment to theory, but also sort of like a, you know, applause to Pretty Deadly for being interesting from the jump. 
Like my eyes were, were stuck on them because they're interesting. They're good in the ring. And, you know, their promo work seems pretty decent. Their characters are really funny and flamboyant. I like it. And I saw this thing on, um, a video online somewhere of during a match when they had did like a quick swaparoo. Mm-hmm. That was a cool little move, you know, yep. little shit like that. Like that is cool. Creative keeps me engaged. And it's like interesting because you don't see that every week. You know what I mean? It's, it's a different kind of heel shit. Mm-hmm. Which is one of my gripes I've had with just some very generic heels that we've got in wrestling right now that aren't landing for me because it's generic heel shit. Like you got to be creative not with it. Hard to do something different. Yeah. These guys just came up and they are one of the most interesting things on WWE television right now. And speaking of heels being creative, uh, the number one person that comes to mind of somebody being creative with a heel persona is Eddie Guerrero. Doing all those different tricks and shit that he used to do mm-hmm. when he would cheat to try to win a match. Like Throw the chair, hit the yeah. <laughs> Lay down like, oh, he did it. He's got a chair. Disqualification. Like, shit like that is hilarious. And he was a pro at working the crowd, thinking of creative ways to, to cheat and get his win. And you know what? Fantastic. I miss Eddie Guerrero, bro. I, no notes. Um, You wanted to talk a little bit about the other NXT call-ups? Yes. Uh, So, speaking of Pretty Deadly, uh, it got me thinking about the the rest of the roster. And it's been interesting that we've seen um, pretty much all of the call-ups get like a little bit of screen time each week. Uh, We got Zoe Starks in a a big feud, like right off the jump, which is pretty cool to see. I love her finisher, by the way. Oh, really? I hate it. (laughs) I, I think... So I've seen like a compilation of people hit in it, like, or sorry, reacting to it correctly in NXT. Mm-hmm. I don't think anybody on the main roster has like sold it properly, okay. but it is cool when it is hit correctly. Um, and she, just like, go ahead. I was just going to say, she is one of the, like, she's getting a lot of screen time, which I think is great. And like getting attached to Trish Stratus is going to be very good for her career and like getting onto the main roster and Facts. fitting in. She's just very uninteresting to me as a character. Yeah, that's fair. That is definitely fair. Um, who else we got? The the ones that are really interesting to me is that tag team of uh, what, uh, the witchy Carter gals. Katana Chan- oh, no. The other no. ones. I'm, well, they had a really good match, first of all. That match was crazy, and there were moves in there that I ain't never even seen. So, that okay. was dope. So, m- one of my issues I have with them. They are the longest reigning NXT tag team champions, and they've mm-hmm. been a tag team for like five years or something, and they don't have a tag team name. It's just their oh, names. Yeah, that's strange, huh? Come on. <laughs> you could have came up with something, but-, but... But also, they're both... Their initials are both KC. Just be KC squared. Or oh, KCX2. Shit. We got ideas like, here at WWE it's Creative. It's not that hard. Uh-huh. And you're just going to like... Like, Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens as tag team champions. They're not, like, an actual tag team. They're just right. two two bros being dudes, tagging <laughs> it up and winning gold. But, like, I think if you're going to be a tag team long term, have a tag team name that makes you interesting and differentiates yourselves. Yeah, I'd say that's fair. And I don't know what their... Um like, I don't know what their deal is. Like, if they have, like, a like what their personalities are like. We haven't seen that much yet. But I will say that their, like, in-ring performance was was pretty incredible. I'll, gi- I'll give them that for sure. Um, but you were talking about Alba Fire and Isla Dawn. Yes. 
they i just their whole thing so far has been very interesting for me mm-hmm. i'm always like uh partial to like the dark characters if done right mm-hmm. you know because like i think the viking raiders try to be dark like we brought up before but it's just wrong no, that's, just that's just seem some to do. dirt because they haven't showered in two months. <laughs> yeah <laughs> they don't do that right so it, it just doesn't hit for me but this tag team it seems like uh it's got some legitimacy to it i like the uh they had like a little tiny um i guess promo on smackdown they didn't cut it it was like a little pre-done vignette. vignette that's the word yeah uh that had me like ooh, interesting dark cool so i like it um i think they're cool and I just, I think WWE has done a good job of infusing a lot of new talent. Uh, it seems like we've had a lot of new faces show up recently. So, it's been nice to see. Refreshing. And I think we, we talked about them a little bit too, but they also, they're witchy, but they're not like doing magic. They're not going and the lights yeah. go off or anything. They're just like demonic. Yeah, they're just know? like a believable like, this person's kind of weird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and they I have a I have a video from their last match on SmackDown and Woo wee. Woo boy. <laughs> yeah, they'll be they'll keep getting some screen time. Uh, <laughs> another guy who's getting lots of screen time is Seth Freaking Rollins. Yes, our champion. Oh my goodness. Why'd he have to do Finn Balor like that on Monday Night Raw? <laughs> <laughs> Bro, Damien Priest is like, I'm going to take your belt right now. And then Seth Rollins is like, yeah, even if you do, I was a longer champ than this guy. Because mm-hmm. Finn had the universal title for a day. <laughs> like, oh, brother. <laughs> he's, what a he's out here in his weird suits again. Hell yeah. You know, like the gold scale jacket and pants shit was looking incredible <laughs> i uh, um i read a i read an article about uh that it's seth rollins world and we're just living in it something yeah. along those lines and, pretty much uh, the, the guy was like i don't even know what his character is anymore i don't either <laughs> just flamboyant and kicking ass he, he like came he, he came back started wearing crazy clothes doing that weird ha ha I love the laugh. laugh. Yeah. And like, he's so over right now too. Mm-hmm. Like perfect first champion. We talked about it a little bit last week, but perfect first person to carry this belt. Absolutely. And since you're speaking on the belt, I'm going to mention my next, uh, stock rising, which is the belt itself. Oh, oh, oh. yeah. Oh. Yeah. I love that belt. I, I just think each week that goes by, uh, each day that goes by each minute, each second, Every time I look at the belt, okay. it looks a little bit better, don't you think? It does look it does look really good. It looks so good. And when Seth came out with the with the gold suit on and the and the belt was long as waist, I'm like, yo, that mm-hmm. looks like a fucking good, nice, prestigious belt. So right now, I'm not gonna lie to you. You know, Seth isn't the biggest champion in the company. Obviously, Roman Reigns got that title, but the championship itself design wise hands down my favorite design probably my favorite design since the original world heavyweight championship personally yeah it it does look really good and he and he carries it he carries it really well too Mm -hmm. like he he's so believable 
the the one thing that I'm not feeling with it so far, I hope this doesn't continue. I hope he doesn't keep doing this open challenge for the World Heavyweight Championship. Yeah, I agree. Because it, it's it's the World Heavyweight Championship. Nobody, you shouldn't just be able to like go and be like, I want it. I, exactly. Give me a match. <laughs> 100%. So that that's my one thing with it right now. I'm like, eh, okay. Like, I, I'm, I'm into this. I think it's great that he's going to be a fighting champion. That was kind of part of the way they're trying to sell it to mm-hmm. us, the WWE universe. Um, it's it's just one of those things that I think we're going to need to serious it up a bit. And that does not mean have it defended every single night. Yeah, it's facts. I think that should be um, uh, a mid-card only type of deal. Yep. Like mid-card titles, U.S. title, intercontinental title. If you do open challenge for those, that makes sense. You know, people are like scratching, clawing for something right and and the mid card there's so many of them and you know get if you can get your hands on a title cool you know that immediately makes you a threat but like the world heavyweight championship the universal title i would never expect you to like do an open challenge for that and just randomly get a title shot and also though i mean what what kind of makes the point of the royal rumble or money in the bank Great point. Because it's like, I don't need to actually do anything to get a fight with this guy to get his belt. I can just, just gotta say, say, I want to do it. <laughs> I can just do some little tippy tapping on my phone and say, hey, uh, I want to fight you. And he's yeah. like, all right, let's fight. <laughs> <laughs> and like, I don't, I don't watch NXT. We know this. Uh, yep. Apparently on NXT this week, Braun Breaker challenged Seth Rollins for the World Heavyweight Championship. So apparently that's coming soon, I guess now. <laughs> like, I. Is that official? Because I saw that. They they actually going to have a match? Because um, I don't know if he was just talking shit like, yeah, man, I'm going to challenge him. Or if like he's like, if it's actually going to happen. Well, if it's actually I mean, going to happen, I mean, he, that'd be cool, I guess. Is he doing another Is he doing another open challenge? Because if he is, Braun Breaker is first in, in line at this point. Interesting. It, it also seemed like they teased a little bit of maybe Finn Balor being booted out of the Judgment Day. Mm. did you get that vibe at all no i didn't catch but again i was kind of busy during raw so that's what i mostly watched it's what i've seen a little bit during the this week on the the internet wrestling community is that Mm. they're thinking because damian priest said yeah i can beat you by myself i don't i don't need help from my from my boys Mm. my boys can stay in the back but Finn came out and he tried to mess around and fuck with Seth and Damien oh, yeah? did not look happy. Like there was this mm. whole point when like the referee was dazed or something and Damien went, what are you doing here? Oof. So and that's not a great look for, for Finn Balor, but maybe he's not feeling the faction anymore. Maybe he wants to go back to being irrelevant in the mid card and losing <laughs> all his matches. I don't know. Interesting. Uh, just, weren't they talking about adding somebody about. to the to the uh, Judgment Day a while ago? Didn't they say something about a new member at one point? Uh, yeah, it was um, uh, the Irish Ace. I can't remember his name. Mm. Was it JD McDonough? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Interesting. Yeah, I don't know what's going on. Speaking of that, I just wanted to mention where the hell is the uh, the Hurt Business reunion? Like, what happened to that? Yeah, so didn't like an Ingus Indusar. What? What's what? What are the the uh, <laughs> Indusar Indica? V, v, no, 
<laughs> Veer Mahan and friends. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Whatever didn't, their tech team. Didn't they just beat up like Cedric Alexander and yeah. the other? Uh huh. Yeah, I, I saw that on on the thing. I went. I haven't seen Bobby in a while. Yeah, that's <laughs> like, what that's what made me think about it. I was like, Bobby's gonna come bursting out here and, and do some stuff. But we had that not. little like uh, tease a while ago where like. Uh, you know what's his face mvp was sitting there talking to like the the separate members and like backstage yeah. segments and we were like oh shit it's getting back together it really seemed like they were strongly hinting at them coming back together and uh we haven't seen the hurt business back together well especially because like triple h loves some factions yeah so it wouldn't be surprising right uh now that we're apparently in our unsourced and unfounded rumor segment mm. um, have you seen the stuff about kevin patrick no. He is apparently, like, he's got, like, a month or eight weeks. Like, he's got to, like, money in the bank to, like, shape up or he's out. Oh, wow. He and did seem pretty energetic on the broadcast, unusually. <laughs> I I don't want to kick kick him while he's down, but yeah. it's a little rough. Yeah, like, no, definitely. When, when Corey Graves is carrying the, the broadcast, mm -hmm. that's not good. <laughs> Yeah, no, I agree. It, it's been rough, but that was one thing I noticed about Raw is he was kind of doing a little bit more yelling, seemed a little bit more energetic. But yeah, no, in, in general, not a fan. Uh, again, don't want to kick him while he's down. I'm sure he can do better, and I'm sure he's trying the best he can. But... He, he was really good at the backstage stuff. Um, yeah. It, it's too bad the bald fella went back to UFC. Oh, like, yeah, 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 stuff, for sure. But... I, don't think, uh, I don't think Byron Saxon's too bad. I mean... I don't That's think right. he's like a play-by-play -play guy, though. Yeah, yeah, true, true, true. And he was really Damn. just there for, like, Corey Graves to kick. It would be nice if we could just clone Michael Cole. Just give me a Michael saying, Cole clone. Like, people saying that 20 years ago? <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, back on track. Yes. Next stock rising. L.A. Night. Yeah! <laughs> yeah! Oh, my God. LA Knight is so fucking over. <laughs> Absolutely. Mind-blowingly over for somebody just in the mid-card who and rarely has a match. <laughs> and he's supposed to be the heel, and he wins by cheating with the ropes, and everyone's still cheering for the guy. <laughs> yeah, he was on the he was on the bump this week. I don't know if you saw any of it, but he so entertaining, man. He was sitting there talking shit with uh, Zelina Vega. It was really good. <laughs> And she was talking about uh, something about fans. He was like, he said something to the extent of, I don't know why they cheer for me. I don't ask them to cheer for me. I never go out there and ask for cheers. When they cheer, they just do it. And I'm like, yo, I yeah. love this guy. No, for real. Dude, he's so good. It was so crazy because like Montez Ford is the face in that mm -hmm. little feudy thing that they're doing. He was getting booed for his offense. People, the people of LA Knight, they have spoken. They like they kind of had one of those moments in the middle of the match where like like both guys kind of looked at each other like, do we need to switch roles? Like Montez <laughs> like should I start doing heel shit? Like it's kind of the look they gave each other. Nah, he's just gonna keep healing it up, and everyone's gonna keep cheering for him. And I agree. Yeah, he's just great yeah. at his job. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You can't hate on that. Can't hate on that at all. Love LA Knight. Uh, bonus stock rising. Two quick ones. Hell yeah. Uh, first two matches for Forbidden Door 2 have been announced. Brian Danielson and Okada. I do not watch New Japan. I'm not going to pretend I watch New Japan. But I have heard 
that Okada is like the Japanese Brian Danielson. So, this is going to be a banger. <laughs> Secondly, Kenny Omega and Will Ospreay, three. The last time they wrestled and Kenny got the IWGP United States Championship, he straight up bashed Will Ospreay's face until there was a hole in the table and left him in his own blood and walked out with the belt. So... Oh, Another heavens. banger is on the way. <laughs> Sheesh. That's exciting. And I'll be honest, I have not been that excited about Forbidden Door 2. Uh-huh. Um, just given the Mercedes Monet injury of it all, that was really my biggest excitement for that. So, yeah, those are two big matches, and I think they're definitely announcing those a little early to step up those ticket sales and hopefully those pay-per-view buys because... I have not been that interested in this pay-per-view until these matches were announced. Second bonus stock rising. <laughs> MJF and Adam Cole, baby, were dicing each other up on the mics last night. Uh, I'm, I will link the video highlights to that in the show notes. But, oh my god. Adam Cole said MJF talked about how MJF's fiance left him. How Whoa. he couldn't keep a relationship to save his life. Uh, MJF was talking about how Adam Cole doesn't have the body he used to have, that he looks frail now. And Adam Cole came back and said, well, if you're so interested in my body, let's go backstage, piss in two cups and see which one is natural. Like I saw that one on Twitter. Oh my <laughs> God, bro. I love when shit gets like, uh, you know, fake personal like that. I love that. I yeah, love that. It was it was so good. Like the promos, those guys cut back and forth. If, if y'all haven't seen it, like just look up that whole segment because it was so good. Adam Cole tricked uh, MJF into uh, into taking him on one on one on TV. MJF doesn't wrestle on fucking TV, <laughs> uh, but he tricked him into it and then got the whole crowd to do the Adam Cole baby before he left the ring. So. Good stuff all around. And now to get Hayden. Stocks Oh, falling. yeah. Stocks falling, baby. Or what's down, I should say. All right. So, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to knock these two out back to back just so I can we can get to your secret stocks falling that I have no idea what it is <laughs> at the end. Did you think of anything? Is there actually a secret there? Oh, yeah. I just didn't want you to know. Okay. All right. All right. All right. So, yeah, I'll knock these two out back to back. My first stock falling is the second week in a row. The draft continues to fall. The mm-hmm. stock continues to fall. Mm-hmm. Why this week? Uh, Dana Brooks just randomly showed up on NXT. Not that I really care exactly what Dana Brooks is doing. She's not like bad, but I'm Isn't not it like Dana Brooke. Is it Dana Brooke? I think it's just Dana Brooke. This whole, my whole life I've been saying Brooks. I think that was like a whole thing where there's this whole thing where she was like <laughs> having like a, like an eliminator match or something. Yeah. And whoever was, she was going against called her Dana Brooks and she went, you don't even have my name right. You, you don't respect me. And they went, no, I don't. Wow. I just did that. I Googled it. You're literally right. Yeah. I just did that. See? Wow. We, but we never see her on TV. So, like, don't blame me. Last time she was regularly on TV, it was with Mandy Rose in a tag nah, team like it, years ago. It was with the 24-7 title. 
Oh, yeah, that too. Yep, 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 yep. But that's the... Don't call it the 24-7 title. title. That's the R-Truth title. Put some respect on his name. Okay, sure. Thank you. But anyways, um, Dana Brooke, no S, (laughs) (laughs) showed up to NXT. Meanwhile, I googled it to be sure. She was drafted to Raw. Uh, Why? Why even put her on NXT? Why even draft her to Raw? Choose one. If you want her to be on NXT, either, you know, I guess there wasn't an NXT draft, but you could be a free agent like some people were. Mustafa Ali and uh, Baron Corbin. Yeah. 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 If you want to, if you wanted to show up on NXT, make her a free agent so she can float around to wherever you want her to go. But why draft her to Raw when you haven't used her on Raw and then use her on NXT? It just doesn't make any sense to me. And like, there's like no... um, no kayfabe reason behind it. They didn't like, there's no reason that she showed up. She just like showed up and was like, I want a piece of this. And it's just like, how does that happen, dude? How does that happen? If you are drafted to a team in the NBA, if I got drafted to the goddamn Bulls and then I go show up on, let's say I'm drafted on Monday and then on Wednesday I go to sign my contract and instead of showing up to Chicago, I go to Washington to sign for the Wizards. They're going to be like, dude, what the fuck are you doing? Right? Because I was not drafted by them. What's going on? At the same time, uh, they write the show. It's not It's not like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I will link this article as well in the show notes. Lots of articles being linked in the show notes today. Mm. Um, as always, shout out to our my friends, Cage Side, Cage Side Seats, um, part of SB Nation. I, You're going to claim them as your friends and not mine? Do you do you read their articles? I do sometimes, yeah. Twitter too. Okay, fair enough. Our How friends. How dare Kings, you? Kings no, 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 no. It's fine. They're your friends now. Whatever. <laughs> uh, our friends, Cage Side Seats. Um, they had an article this week about literally the headline. Here's why WWE is bringing so many Raw and SmackDown stars to NXT, and it's basically just money. Um, if you can bring more main roster people to your developmental. That will make more people tune in to your developmental show. And apparently WWE's TV deals are coming up soon. So they're just trying to extract as much money as they can out of USA for uh, for NXT. And one way to do that is to start boosting the ratings ahead of that. Like, showing, oh, look, it's getting more popular. We don't know why. It's just look at that. <laughs> naturally getting more popular. Um, so that's, that's their, at least their take on it, um, yeah. which I could definitely see. But definitely. I agree with you. The draft has been pointless. It's been an absolute waste of everybody's time. And it's really dumb. Yeah, about what you said there. Uh, yeah, no, I agree. That would make a lot of sense as to why they were doing it. But even if they were planning to do that, at least give me like a kayfabe reason or like lay something down, like a little nugget that says mm-hmm. like, I don't know, superstars are able to appear at NXT at any time or just something so that we don't just like blindly get people showing up without any explanation as to why they can show up. When you explicitly said that the superstars who are drafted to their brands will only appear on their brands, it just kind of makes everything that they said seem like dumb. And maybe I'm just completely pointless. (laughs) Maybe I'm just too picky, but I take my drafts fucking serious boy. No, I, I completely agree with you. If you're going to lay out these rules of yep. this is what the draft is, this is why we're doing it, this is how it's going to be from now on, and within a month you just break all of your own rules, 
why'd you even why'd you even tell us these rules right yeah why did you make it that yeah exactly why did you go so hard making all these rules making it be like yeah we're only gonna go you're only gonna go to this place and that's it come on bro but my next stock falling is dude this stock is falling real far right now okay Uh, (laughs) yes but not this week this week it is hulk hogan the Hulk Hogan stock is falling hard because RIP to a legend, Iron Sheik passed away this week. Uh, one of my favorite Twitter accounts, really fun follow, mm-hmm. obviously a great legendary wrestler. And I just have a little funny story here. I had no idea who the Iron Sheik was when I was little because I was too little to experience that. But he and Hulk Hogan were my first wrestling action figures. Again, had no idea who either one of them were, but I had the action figures and I used to always have them kicking each other's ass. So, RIP to the Iron Sheik, stocks falling for Hulk Hogan in honor of him. Now, what's your secret? My secret, secret stock falling. I put it in the rundown as secret because I needed to make sure that um, my co-host could not prepare himself for what was going to happen at the end of our podcast. Today. I'm always prepared. Stock falling, Dimitri. <laughs> Dimitri, you have been doing some absolute nonsense on the Twitter account. Oh, I know what this is. <laughs> you are making the podcast look bad with your shipping of Lacey Evans. Mm-hmm. She's a fucking bum. <laughs> She's not that good. She does not have the charisma, uniqueness, nerve, and talent for the way that you gas her up on the Twitter account. And you're making all of us look bad. Everyone involved look bad with this Lacey Evans love. We do not love Lacey Evans. Let me pod to you does not condone the actions of Lacey Evans. Sometimes. No! <laughs> <laughs> on the internet <laughs> no uh listen you know where i stand baby lacey evans can be a good heel i will repeat but she's that not, though. over Maybe and over she can be but she isn't she needs some tv time and some character she does not need some tv time that's consistent she needs a consistent character not to she's be more of a heel on twitter than she is on wwe television that's because she's not on wwe television man but when she is she wasted because she sucks all right i'm not gonna lie so i did write that in my notes the match was <laughs> she it was a it was a bad match she is like clearly looks rusty she hit she hit Zelina with the women's right gross terrible name for a move in the year Agreed. of our lord 2023 <laughs> before the match and still couldn't get the dub and yeah. then she's on Twitter going off like, rematch, ref sucked, crowd needs to be silenced, and she was covered in oil. Yeah, she was she covered in oil. She wasn't. She slipped did the oil out, her? dog. She, she slipped the oil out. She did not. This is How all. How are you going to cheat against a Marine like that? Disrespectful. All the Marines. <laughs> that one specifically. <laughs> that one specifically. Not all Try of them. Just that canceled. one. Yeah. <laughs> no, man. Hey. I will say this. Like I said, I took notes. The match, she was definitely rusty, for sure. Like, moves were not crispy, you know, all that. But I will say this. We are a pro Lacey Evans podcast. No, we are not. We are not. You are. We are not. (laughs) We are 50% pro pro Lacey Evans. 
This is unrelated. Um, if anybody knows anybody who's looking to be a co-host on a wrestling <laughs> podcast, we are we are uh, we are hiring. The pay is nothing, but the only requirement is that you do not like Lacey Evans. Mm. <laughs> that was a good I've secret. Been, I've been mad about it all week. <laughs> Listen, hey, if, if you want me to tweet my wrestling opinions from the uh, official Twitter account, not those ones. You're gonna get you're gonna get one Lacey Evans tweets per every oh twenty five, maybe one in twenty five. Nah, maybe that's low two one in a hundred. We'll get one I, every night. I actually thought about blocking Lacey Evans on the wrestling <laughs> account so that you couldn't see your shit there anymore. That would be really funny. I wouldn't have even noticed you should have did it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, one of the last things I wanted to actually talk about to, to close up here is money in the bank so far. Uh, on the men's side, we've got L.A. Knight. Yeah! Mm-hmm. And then uh, Ricochet and Shinsuke Nakamura. I think that's shaping up pretty nicely so far. Yeah, I'd got it. I would say so for sure. Um, rumors are that uh, this week on SmackDown, there's going to be a Butch and Baron Corbin qualifier. Butch and Baron Corbin. Baron Corbin. The Baron Corbin. Yes. Bomb Baron Corbin. Yep. Big Baldy himself. I mean, I can't see him winning. No, it's a a butch dub. And uh, (laughs) that guy, that fellow from Kentucky is probably going to come out and interfere and make Corbin lose. Fellow from Kentucky? I can't remember his name. He's one of those NXT guys, but he talks like this. He's got a big old draw. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so it's interesting. That's the only rumor you got for me? Um, Okay, I'll find some more. No, 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 that's fine. I just didn't know if we had any more money in the bank rumors. Oh, I can find some more money in the bank rumors. <laughs> there actually were more, but I forgot to write them down. Oh, no, you good, bro. Uh, I'm just, um, I'm, I'm excited for money in the bank. Uh, to be honest, I would like to see, uh, I'd like to see Corbin in the money in the bank. I know I said he's probably going to lose. I'd like to see him in there. I, I would like, I would really like for um, LA Knight to win it. Yeah. 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 That would be so fun. That would be a fun time for sure. Um, wow, that's, that's hilarious. What? Um, I found a, a rumor article about, uh, about Money in the Bank from not Cage Side Seats, but it was just linking to an article from Cage Side Seats. <laughs> so. Everybody's source. Uh, BWE is also saying that Damian Priest, Bobby Lashley, Matt Riddle, Cody Rhodes, Gunther, Finn Balor, Chad Gable, and Edge are all names in the mix for Money in the Bank. Chad Gable. I think think we could definitely eliminate some of those. I do not think Damian Priest, Cody Rhodes, or Gunther will be involved. Yeah, Damian Priest, maybe. I don't think so. We're getting a little little mini mini excitement about Damian Priest. Maybe. He just seems to be, I don't know, it kind of seems like we're looking at... I don't know. It just seems like we're we're looking at a slightly lower level for the guys that are in there than Damian Priest, who internally they are they are already seeing as a main eventer. Hmm. He main evented Backlash. He main evented Raw this week. I, I don't think that he's going to be in there. Hmm. Yeah. No. But all the names mentioned, I think out of everybody there, I would like to see LA Knight the most for sure. Not a question. 
just him with the briefcase just for TV time yeah. would be really would be really interesting. He'd be talking to shit, man. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> um, let me see if this is Okay, yep, here's uh the next qualifying matches all on SmackDown. Ooh. Um Butch versus Baron Corbin. Santos Escobar versus Mustafa Ali. Mi Chin versus Bailey. And Shotzi versus EO Sky. Ooh, okay. Okay. EO Sky in there? I would like to see EO Sky win the goddamn whole thing. I love EO Sky. You think they put her back as uh, having that, that briefcase right away? I don't know, man. Uh, I really don't know, but I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just hope... I What I'd really like to see out of the women's money in the bank is that whoever wins it holds the briefcase for a bit. Yeah. Because I think I remember from last year um, from uh, one of the wrestling podcasts I listened to, they had the statistics on the women's cash-ins, mm-hmm. and there was one woman who had held the briefcase for more than a week. Oh, wow. So I would really like to see whatever happens there. It's a more creative story, and it, and mm-hmm. it extends a little bit longer. Um, I think it's pretty obvious on the men's side that it's going to be Butch and Santos Escobar that that win those. Yeah, like I said, I don't I don't see uh Baron going anywhere, so yeah, I feel you. No. Uh Meechin and Bailey, I think that's more of a toss up though. They have not made Meechin look very strong, even though she is and should be. Mm-hmm. Um, especially just for being haters to hit row. We are a hit row hating podcast, so <laughs> we can at least agree on that one. Meechin's hilarious on Twitter too. Oh, she's f- fantastic. <laughs> um, but you know, Bailey, that's a draw for money in the bank if she wins it. Uh, she would, I think she'd be really fun with the briefcase too. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I think Shotzi Eoskai, I think that's pretty, pretty obvious. I just really want to see Eoskai win, get the briefcase and, uh, feud and eventually cash in on Asuka. That's what the people want to see. The people is me. <laughs> <laughs> um... Yeah, and then Matt Riddle is rumored to be involved in the boo. last qualifying match. Boo. Like, yeah, boo to that one as well. He actually, did you notice he kind of uh, messed up at the beginning of his promo this week on Raw? I didn't because I see Matt Riddle and I start doing something else. It was just funny. He like popped up and he like started to say it and he was like, uh, sorry. And then he started again. <laughs> and I'm like, bro, did I just see that? So I had to rewind and watch it again. But yep, he did that again. Well, also so far on the women's side, we've got uh, Zelina Vega, Zoe Stark, and Becky Lynch. So, yeah, you know what? Having having Bailey in there would be really interesting with Zelina, Zoe Stark, Becky Lynch, Bailey, Io. That's stacked, actually. For that's basically the top lasses in the women's division. Yeah, I'm a fan of the uh, just in general the women's division over the men's. So I always think their groupings typically are more interesting for me yeah all right well that that's all i got dimitri you have anything else you want to dive into nope just got a new twitter handle like you said and uh it's dimitri talks now so if you want to tweet at me and tell me that uh lacey evans is a good heel i'd tweet you back and say i agree you know what also in lieu of of reviews this week 
uh, send Dimitri some ta- some hate on his on his at for this Lacey Evans nonsense. <laughs> uh, thank you all for listening. You can follow us on Twitter and TikTok at Let Me Pod to you. We are also on YouTube at Let Me Pod to you, we, where mm. we will be uploading a video version of the podcast each week going forward, where you can kind of see me and you can kind of not see Dimitri. Uh, you can <laughs> you can follow <laughs> Dimitri um, on Twitter at Dimitri Talks. Please send him hate, and you can find me if you want at We Hate Jacob. That's hate with an eight. Please give us a review. Nope. Send Dimitri some hate. Um, <laughs> we're on every major podcast network. Please, everybody, have a great week. <laughs>